Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Bailey, Roman Harper, and a third guest today. Roman <laughs> Harper, how you doing today? You want to introduce your friend over there? Yes, uh, I'm doing good, Kyle. Thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for having uh, me and my son, Soul, <laughs> uh, until my wife gets back. But, you know, we get things done. Dog is a family atmosphere. That's exactly here. right. This is just what we do, Kyle. And, and being at the, that this uh, conversation has to start with, you know, manly things, we can teach Soul a thing or two while he's here. Maybe he'll pick up on something. He's listening. He's listening. He's listening. You just don't know it yet. He just doesn't know how to communicate correctly back, but oh, he's got it. He it's does. all soaking in there. It's That's all true. Soaking in there. That's true. So, so uh, he's ready. That's why I brought him here. A little early lesson and some some stuff. Some right. Some rites of passage going go. on today. Well, no, it is. It's good to be back. We have uh, there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot, like see, it's been a busy week in news and, and all sorts of stuff. But uh, I'm I'm gonna do a shameless sponsor. Uh, All right, plug. let's go. Not not even an active sponsor, but like a, a plea for us. That sounds terrible. Like we're desperate. No, that. So so. Uh, White tail dip. Have you seen this stuff? No. What is that? All right. So you know, like uh, you know, dip, right? I do know what dip is. Chew, chewing tobacco. I right? do know what that is. What is white tail? So white tail um, is an all natural uh, chewing tobacco and and like dip alternative, and they've they've taken basically the uh, the the Nicorette gum type of route and they have made the fake dip with the compacted mint leaves and they infuse it with nicotine and like 18 milligrams in a pouch right so it's it's designed to help people quit dipping right All right so uh tried them out and i like what i see so far and so i would really i would like to invite the the gentleman or the folks or the you know the the people there at whitetail dip to uh to sponsor bailey and harper because i'm a big fan of the product i gotta be honest i gotta be honest man i, I would love to try this right i have been a person that has been known to try a uh two and tobacco once or twice in my life yeah me too and, and i appreciate those in this particular line of, of the business so it's an all natural and i guess it's i i have no idea what this is cow i would just try it just to try it um yeah. because i've i've had chewing tobacco before so okay all right. Well, no, I, I think it's uh, what is it, J Josh Balicki on the NASCAR. Because I've circuit. tried, I've tried these other things. So I've seen the the, the coffee grain ones. Yeah, those are different. Yeah, no, not, I see that, that. That was I had teammates that did that. Now to me, it was just like ugh, I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. I was not into it at all. Right. So like for for anybody who needs the backstory, okay, <laughs> I, I I will. I've talked about this on the radio. You know, I, I'm uh -huh. open about it. I I dipped for way too long it's a bad habit i picked up when i was a young man yes. and you know playing sports on the bus with your buddies you know at the job whatever it was and so it's a bad habit not, i never took the cigarettes i didn't like yes. i never liked to smoke but that's one that I, I shouldn't have but did pick up along the way and so it's any for anybody who knows it's a battle right it's the, the oral fixation it's mm -hmm. obviously the the chemical stuff with the nicotine and everything else and all those you know delicious carcinogens that are in uh in all the tobacco products. So anyway, no the point question. the point being that you know this is a battle that anybody who has dealt with it, and it's similar for cigarette smokers um, that have dealt with this. You know they they've looked for alternative products, and to your point, some of the early stuff was horrible. It yeah. was like chewing on like compost. It was terrible. But yeah. this stuff, it's it's good. It's uh com it's literally compacted mint leaves, and like I think a couple other products use the compacted mint leaves for this. But you get that sensation. Uh -huh. with the mint and uh it just it feels so, the same. so what's the so it's a uh, mint so it's like a yeah. dip mint i'll give you one you want one i, I might try this i don't it, it comes in a packet yeah for it's a, it's a pouch so it's a pouch yep. so it's no it's not Looks all the, the same let me grab so this it's for not you. the on. stuff that's all everywhere it's a pouch uh, yeah i don't 
Look at this. We're gonna, uh, this is a terrible medium. I mean, this is really happening right now. First of all, let's tell everybody that I did not know this is what you were going to talk about. Uh, no, you well, said you wanted to talk about something that was kind of cool. You said it's about some manly, some, some you know, some well, this isn't some really beards. Like the, the manly thing. But this is not manly I don't know. All, I don't know a lot of women who, who dip. So, I mean, I, I agree I with you on that one. Default. But that's it right there. So, like, that's feel free to take one of those. Yeah. Had those delivered a couple of weeks ago. So this is like the, the pouches? Yeah. This, like I chewing think it's, tobacco uh, pouches? Look, I got the label right here. It says uh, 18 milligrams each. 18 milligrams of nicotine. Right? I've never tried this. I know. It's not, uh, again, this is not something that I like to talk about, but I'm kind of open about it because I know I'm far from the only dude out there. Does it have nicotine in it? That's what I said. 18 milligrams of nicotine. Yeah, so it's a, a small, small percentage. See, yeah, it, it gives you the hit without all the, uh, you know, the cancerous stuff. So yeah, I would I would like to invite. What was, was that funny? I would like to invite uh, Whitetail to uh, to sponsor Bailey and Harper. So now that we've had our shameless plug right off the bat, right there, I think we're all set to go. Oh yeah, Soul digs it. I mean, Soul he's, did. He, he he finally spoke up a little bit. He did. Yeah, he let him know. Yeah, he did. He did. It, it's good to have you here, buddy. He's reaching for the mic. He's a natural. He is. <laughs> so you, we were talking about yard work just there a minute ago. We're gonna yes. we're gonna trade off days where we help each other do yard work. That's the plan. That is the plan. We have to do that. Can we talk about how much doing it's like homeowner stuff and just like doing adult stuff? Like, it's real, and it's man. So I'm one of those. I'm one of the few in my neighborhood, Kyle, that tries to do my own yard. Right? It's okay. Not, okay. Okay. I'm in the minority when you take it comes pride to in that. It. I'm trying to, but these leaves are like up my like man. I'm so over leaves. <laughs> yeah, like in the summertime, in the fall, I'm cool. Like I don't, I don't mind it. But you know, I'm I'm trying to work and trying to do some other things, Kyle. And and raking leaves to me is probably the toughest part when it comes to doing your own yard work, and it's it's probably the one of the rougher parts of owning a home. So I'll especially in North Carolina, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's, it's not by, the same. By, by this soul. is not built the same everywhere. My soul. So he even it. talked on the mic. He did. My he wife did. came in and got soul broke. Yeah. He, yes. He, he's gone. Soul's gone. He's been relieved of his duties. <laughs> but you're right about this. So he did pretty good though. For, I mean, four or five months though. He only. He only said a couple words. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> he was phenomenal. He's a natural man. He was reaching for the mic. This is, this is an experience, though, that you didn't have growing up in Prattville, Alabama. Okay? No. You ready for that? You did, well, I'm not even, well, the leaves, you had leaves fall yes. in Alabama. I'm talking about you never had to shovel snow. And, no. you know, I, I don't want to make it out like I lived in the upper Midwest. I didn't. But I grew up in the mountains in southwest Virginia. So we got snow. Mm-hmm. And we'd occasionally get a lot of snow. Shoveling snow is as bad as raking leaves are. And that's the one thing about like city living in Charlotte that I've just, I didn't bag leaves growing up, but I have to bag leaves where I live now. You know, I, I occasionally had to shovel snow. If it's not that shoveling snow is the worst. That is the absolute worst. I can't imagine living somewhere like where my wife grew up in New Hampshire uh-huh. or, or the upper Midwest where it just, you get dumped on feet of snow all the time. Like you don't see green for six months. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. We got just enough snow to make me realize I didn't want any more snow. Not, and, yeah. and I was out. I, I, yeah, just, I don't blame you. So me growing up in in Prattville, Alabama, I saw snow once my whole life growing up. It was I was in third grade. I always remember it. Third grade because we got out of school, you know, and it, it snowed. It, we'd always have a little bit of like flurry or something when it got really cold, but it never stuck. But it only stuck once my whole life. And so I'm in third grade, man. We I tried to play all day outside because that's the only time I ever saw snow. And then it never snowed again my whole, like, where you could actually, like, have it and, like, build something and let it stick. That's crazy. Yeah, that is, I mean, that was my life. And then the only, the, the next time I saw snow, Kyle, was when I was in, in college. We were in Nashville, 
playing Vanderbilt, and they had just some snow piled up on the side. And That's that was, fantastic. Nashville's an awesome place to see snow. Yes, it was really cool. So that that was like my experience. And then as I got older, of course, I've been in snow now. I was out there for the uh, the. But movie. I've never shoveled snow. And that's don't, some, dude, that's don't. something I have no. I'm not a cold person, Kyle. North Carolina's is as high as I can go. Oh, absolutely. Like, I can't go any higher because to me, I already don't like cold. And then North Carolina is so different than the the climate that I grew up in. Well, if you go east of where I grew up in Virginia, so like you get out of the mountains and you start getting out mm-hmm. to places like Central Virginia and the coast and stuff, it's more or less the, the same climate as as North Carolina. North mm-hmm. Carolina and, Virgi- and Virginia have a lot of similarities in terms of yes. climate and like that transition from coast all yes. the way over to mountains. Yes. And so they have a lot of similarities in that way. But yeah, it's. Like, the snow thing is not fun. That's why I said I couldn't do, like, but the thing is, like, where I grew up, too, we got snow, but we were also the place that if there was an inch of snow on the ground, school was canceled. Like, we didn't <laughs> go to school. So but, that was so you'd think for a place where I grew up where we at least got snow every single winter, like, to yeah. some degree, that we'd be better. Pro- no, if it snowed an inch or two, school was off, we didn't go, nobody went anywhere, and, like, a, a foot would shut you down for a week. And if that, that happened on occasion, and so I don't. I know I couldn't do what my wife does, but they're more savvy about that up there. Let me tell you something. I went to well, my they first. they got people that, like, push it all out the way. It's like it's an economy behind it. For sure. But let me say that I went to my very first uh, uh, tailgate in the snow, in the wind, well, like in any place like this. I went to the Patriots-Ravens playoff game, uh, the game before Deflategate. So I was at Foxborough for that game. So, I, Kyle, so – First of all, if it's snowing, I ain't going. Well, no, you know? I hear you. But th- I got pictures to show you. But so I, I get can't up believe there. you did this. You were outside. How long were you outside when it's cold? Hours, dude. It, it was. <laughs> I, I'm getting. All right, tell, tell. Explain to me how you get this done. So go. I so I get up there and we go to the parking spot. It's my best friend from one of my best friends from home. She gets us the ticket. Or she, I'm staying with her. My buddy uh, Todd Washington, who's now with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, got he had family tickets they weren't going to use, and he's like, "You want these? A playoff game, absolutely." So uh, you know, Todd is an awesome human being. Thank you, Todd. So we went to the game, and we get out there to tailgate. And, again, this is going to sound normal to some people, but, dude, they had these big canvas tents. They had firewood. They had fires going in the tents. <laughs> they had these spreads. Everybody's in Carhartt overalls head to toe. I yeah. Mean, it's, it was, I noticed that in Green Bay. And That's, as I'm waiting <laughs> in line to use the porta potty I'm not kidding. This, this lady stumbles up to me in, like, all Green Bay gear. She's there visiting, and she's wearing her Packers gear to a Patriots-Ravens playoff game. And she looks at me, and she said, you look cold. Now, mind you, I made the mistake. I had Carhartt overalls on, but I was wearing, like, cowboy boots, not insulated. My feet were freezing. She goes, you look cold. And I said, yeah, it's really cold. And she said, ah, come to Green Bay. This ain't nothing. <laughs> and so, you know, I, so that, I got a kick out of that. So it's cold as hell. We get in the stadium. By the time kickoff rolls around, it is, with the wind chill, negative three. Mm. And I, as soon as we sat down in our seats, not five minutes, I look over. We're in the, the, the upper deck. I look over, and I see a Patriots fan lurch over and vomit all over the heads of a row of Ravens fans right in front of him. Oh so, of course, God. a fight breaks out. And the game hasn't even started yet. And I'm freezing to death, man. And so my wife has, like, uh, like figure skating tights on under her jeans. She's frozen to death. My other friend's wearing, like, a ski suit, so she's fine. And I go and buy my, my wife, then girlfriend, a beer. It froze inside of 15 minutes. And, and I, like, I'd never taken in football like that before, and I don't know how they do it. I just – I couldn't do it, man. I don't like the cold weather. That's – they take pride in that up there, man, but I just – I don't know how they do it. I really no, don't. I, so that, I love that whole story, and you're right, Kyle. I don't know how they do it, even though – and I played football for a long time, 
and in in those d those degrees all right so uh, here's one example i got an example of both of those places that you talked about first of all negative three degrees i played in a game with that the coldest game i ever played in was that game against i was in carolina in 2014 and we went to minnesota and that was when the dome was out in late december and it was like negative three mm. it was awful terrible. how cold it was i, I can't terrible i can and look imagine, and dude. and Playing the game is a lot easier because at least we got coats. We got heaters on the sidelines. At halftime, I get a hot chocolate. Like, I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> I am going to stay warm, Kyle. I'm not bullshitting with these people. Hell no. Uh, I'm one of those, Kyle, that I'm like, dude, it is cold, and I do not do cold weather. Uh, you got lucky, I, by the way, as a kid from Alabama, to end up playing oh. in New Orleans for most of your career. <laughs> and then in Charlotte, which does get cold, but it ain't nothing like Green no, Bay or Buffalo. I shut down, Kyle. I, I shut down, bro. I can't. We, I had a... It snowed one time bad at practice here in Carolina. And I was like, man, I was miserable. I didn't even want to bro. I'm like, man, we need an indoor. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I complained to the coaches the whole day. The whole day. I was like, this is ridiculous. We're out here in this. Like, nobody's getting any better. I can't even run hard because I'll slip and fall. Oh. Like, what are we doing? I They're like, oh, well, you know. So now I'm like, man, you guys are, it's not going to be like this on Sunday. We all know that. That's horrible. It was horrible, but, I, but, but that, that's why they have one now. It's okay. It's a lot better here now, but, but still, at the it, time, it also, I, was, I complained the whole time, Kyle. And also, hold on. This is my other example, okay. Green Bay. So I didn't play in an extra cold game in Green Bay. Oh, God, because God looked out for me. Like you just said, I was very lucky. I didn't have to play in a cold weather game in Green Bay. But I did go to one, though. My boy, my roommate in college, Charlie Pepper, won a Super Bowl with Green Bay Packers. So early in my career, when I in the offseason, if the Saints didn't make a playoffs, which we didn't back to back years in my second and third year, we uh, I went and visited him right in this playoffs. So I went to Green Bay. I went there for a whole week, bro. I didn't have nothing to go on. I was just up in Green Bay, kicking it, right? Just whatever. <laughs> single, just like living. Because that's where all the single men go. Yeah, dude, it was no light night life. I mean, he tried to show me something. Anyways, that's not important. So. This is Brett Favre's last game, one of the, that season, right before his last season in Green Bay. And it literally snowed the whole freaking game, Kyle, right? Oh, my God. And they were literally scraping on one side as they would be uh, playing on the other side. So I'm in the stands because I come to visit my boy and I go into the game. And it just happened to, like, snow the whole mother freaking time. So <laughs> I show up here from New Orleans. He's like, bro, you got a jacket? I'm like, yeah, here's my jacket. He's like, bro, you ain't going to make it. No, like, no. He's like, so he's like, dude, you got to, like, buy from here. So before – so luckily he told me that. So I showed up. I had, like, some boots. I bought me some ski pants. Like, I had some feet warmers. Like, he's like the, – the goal was because he was some – You can't wear enough clothes when No, 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 you can't. They said the goal is you want to be hot. You want to be kind of warm when you're leaving the house. Yeah. If you're warm when you're leaving the house and maybe you're starting to sweat, you might have a chance when you get out there. Like that, you can. You might have a chance. That's the thing. That's the goal. I'm telling you, that night at Fox and the beer was Roman. way too cold to drink. It was like, bro, I don't even want to drink this. I'm freezing because I, I don't want to touch. I don't want my own hands to touch nothing. That that it's night awful. at Foxborough, we honestly thought about leaving at halftime. <laughs> I've ne I, I've we on. I, that's the only time I ever thought about walking out of a game like that that I wasn't like pissed off about. I, we I I didn't think I could make it. I did not <laughs> think I could make it all four quarters, man. It was so and, and it was my own dumbass fault for wearing again like cowboy yeah. boots. I didn't even think about That's it. That's hilarious. I didn't. Though. Funny story, too, real quick on that. Like two years later, my now father in law, I go up there to visit them. He's like, let's take a, a drive. Do fans up. drink hot chocolate during games, or is that like uh, some soft? Do. Some do. Okay. Some do. Do I, you? I, 
I mean, maybe I have. I don't know. Okay, cool. it's go not ahead. a thing that I your did. Story. Sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say. I'm just I, trying to think how, how learn, would you survive as a fan? Like it's so cold. I didn't learn my lesson with that from that because two years later, my my now father-in-law, uh, they lived in Manchester, New Hampshire for 30 years. They retired to the lake. Um, but he said, "Hey, let's I'll take you to the on a drive to the uh, the White Mountains, about an hour north of here. Uh, you know where we ski and you know want to. I got to do something anyway. Just ride with me." And I was like, "All right, cool." So same thing, jeans, boots. You know, coat, all that stuff, toboggan, and uh, which, by the way, they don't call it up that up there. Um, and he said, so what do they call it? Uh, just a beanie or a cap. I think a cap a is cap. what they call it. Yeah, I mean, which is not confusing. Like they a scully? Just, if you call it a toboggan up there, they, they look at you funny. Okay. So, which is, I don't know. Um, I, I get it. It's so he gets me to the, to the White Mountains. It's beautiful, beautiful, but cold as hell. And he didn't tell me before we went up there that when we got there, he wanted to take the ski lift up to the top of the mountain and, and have a beer and then come back down which I wasn't opposed to, but that ride was really cold. I mean, freezing cold. What did dude. you have on? Jeans, cowboy boots, and just a thin pair of socks. And it's, you know, zero as I'm it, riding up through there and, like, negative 10 at the top of that mountain. It was freezing. What kind of shirt did you have on, or did you have a jacket? I think I had shirt? a hoodie and a coat on and, and a toboggan. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it just – the temperature's up. It's ice cold. It's ice cold. But anyway, <laughs> that's enough about that. I've never, I've never been up on – but what you were saying about with cold weather games, though, they I wanted to make that point. I know it sucks, but it's also what makes football cool because some of the greatest NFL films and some yes. of the greatest scenes from, in the history of the NFL are just from, you know, ice cold, the, the ice, literally the ice bowl. Uh, yeah. But just some of the, like the, all the frozen tundra games, the, some of the greatest scenes in NFL history were just ice cold games. No doubt, Kyle. Think about it. Hey, me, Kyle, you think I didn't watch those same NFL films? Oh, Kyle, no, you did. Early in my career. You're on like, some of them. Game one, game, like year one, year three, four. Man, dude, cold weather. I'm wearing no sleeves. I'm trying to be like Ed McCaffrey, son. I know. That is who I grew up with. I like this dude, Ed McCaffrey. I'm like this dude. I didn't even know who he was. Right, but he it was so cold in Denver, and he had no sleeves. I'm like, bro, I love this dude. No gloves either. Uh, I he love used to wear no gloves. I love. Well, anyway, so he he and like other players back then inspired me that I was not going to wear cold. I wasn't going to wear sleeves if in a, in a cold weather game. That was like I wanted to be hard like that. Like yeah. I wanted to be that. And then Kyle, I started to recognize like, man, it's really cold out here. And why am I trying to be tough? Like. No need for it. I don't need to be tough anymore. Like, you need to be warm. Yes, I need to be warm so I'm comfortable and can play. Yep. My mom told me that. She's like, babe, you look cold. <laughs> she did. Yeah, but the linemen I, are doing it. I was, I was like, Ma, I said, Ma, like, I got to be, you know, man, like, she's like, baby, you need to be comfortable. And, like, you look cold. I was like, I was cold, Ma. She's like, yeah. I was like, you know what? My mom tell me, like, and my mom's seen my game since I was, like, little. So I, 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 I spoke to your mother for all of two minutes one time, and that impression right there made me feel like I was back in that conversation. That was, that was like, creepy. So She's, like, a very sweet lady. Yeah, she is, man. That's my Just lady. Just looking out for her boy. She was. She was like, baby, you look cold. Like, you know, she didn't, like, tell me anything about my game. She's never tried to, like, tell me anything like that, even though she knows – uh, some things, and she did get on me the other day because even when I was talking last weekend on um, on uh, SEC Nation that morning, I said I just said the term RPO, and my mom texted me, "He's like, what is that?" <laughs> and that's like new age stuff. And she was like, "Oh," and then she even tried to ask my dad, who used to coach, but he don't know either. Still, it's a newer term. Right. So next time, I'm gonna have to make sure I explain what an RPO is, a uh, run pass option. Right. For those. 
who don't know that don't know that's important so, so you um, get the as an analyst as a broadcaster you always get the best tips from people who have no idea how you do what you do for a right, living right because it's, they're the ones you're talking to yes and they're the ones that you need to help communicate to yes if you need to, if you're trying to say something exactly it's, that's awesome I love that yes I love that that's you know, what mom that's, that's what I'm saying she's always tried to like throw little things out there to try and help me because that's just who she is and she told me then, she's like, baby, you look cold. And from then on, I, I always wore sleeves in cold games, Kyle. I didn't play about that stuff. I put Vaseline on my arms to try and clog my pores. I wear long sleeves. I wear a turtleneck. And I had a, even got a swim thing uh, that would keep my body temperature in. That allowed me to play in colder weather games here in Carolina. I got it later on. Sean Payton had this whole thing. We're going out to Seattle. He's like, look, I don't want to hear about the freaking weather. Like, I, I don't want to hear about it this year. We lose to Seattle, da-da-da. He said, I'm bringing in these uh, these swimsuits. You can get them in long sleeve or you can get the sleeveless off, whatever you want to do. It's supposed to keep – it's like what people go in, like, deep water in, these these swimsuits – and they were all getting fitted to our own size, however you need it. It's yours, yours to have, whatever. And it's going to keep your body heat in and help you, like, at these times, like, you won't be cold. And um, it does work, though. I wore it here in Carolina. I loved it. I wish I had it earlier in my career. I could actually uh, probably <laughs> gone with the no-sleeve look at earlier I, I, age. I don't, like, I, pr- I appreciate the tough dude thing. Like, I appreciate the, you know, the badass tough guy. I'm not going to wear it, I, you know, just bare skin. I get it. I, I appreciate it. Just ain't for me because I don't no, like. I, I, don't I think that's a young blood thing too. Like when you're young, you can do that. The same way kids play outside and it's cold, and they're like, "It's not cold." I'm like, "Yes, it is. Yeah, it's real cold." So, um, and that's the same way. Like when you see guys trying to warm up before a game with no shirt on, I'm like, "Bro, it's cold." Yep. Don't do that. They, I mean, some people, it's it's a mental thing, and that's fine. I get that too. But I will say, I mean, you, lot, I've met plenty of guys. That linemen like that. do this. It's a thing that linemen do. You know, <laughs> offensive and defensive linemen. That they're the big, strong, beefy they're tough not, guys. It's not limited to just I know them, but yes, them too. But they always hot. Like it'll be freezing outside. They sweat, and I'm I, like, bro, how are you sweating? They sweat out here? when they eat because <laughs> they have to eat a lot, man. Have you seen how these dudes slim down? Some of them, dude. Offensive linemen go in one of two directions when they retire. They either blow up dude. and get super fat, or they lose all the weight immediately. No doubt. That's the only way they go with it that, that I mean that's life and I appreciate and, it and I've seen a couple of my guys go both ways and I, I all love them all the same Jamon Bushrod uh he's on the way down I'm happy to see him continue to rise and grind down. No, that's awesome but like guys like Jordan Gross and uh who was the other one recently uh Joe Thomas got skinny as hell really skinny um, and Khalil there's, small too there's somebody else I'm missing um Marshall um Yonda yes it got I mean I think cycling it's it's impressive man they just take that same will and desire and discipline that you know, they used to get big and strong to get thin and lean, and I admire it, man. It's uh, it's one, But it, it is. It's linemen that do the whole cold-weather tough guy thing. I just could I played one game in high school that was freezing cold and wet, and I wanted to just crawl out of my skin and jump into a fire <laughs> when I was done with it. I don't – cold-weather football is fun to watch. I, getting hit when it's super cold outside, that's so, – no So that you. was another thing that I learned playing in cold weather, Kyle, was that I – um, I missed a couple tackles when I was playing, and it just feels like when you hit people, um, it's a more hollow hit. So, um, in other words, you need to bring – the initial contact doesn't do as much damage in colder weather. Right. You need to make sure you bring your arms. You must really force and focus in on wrapping up with your arms. you got to tackle with your arms. There's no you, – you can't uh, depend on the collision to bring the runner down or stop – his true well, he, he might stop the momentum, but you can't you can't think the collision itself is going to get the guy down. You must use your arms at all times in cold weather games. I learned that because I missed a couple tackles that I normally would make, and I just was like, man, I 
thought he was down. I, I I hit him really good. He's normally would be down in those situations. Yeah. And it's because of that. And from there, I really had to make sure I implemented that game. And I, I had to tell myself that when I would play in cold weather games that, hey, I need to really make sure I bring my arms. Oh, the, like that technique stuff. I, I think I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was, I was more so thinking about it in that uh, – I'd seen some former, I think, obscure offensive lineman try yeah. to, you know, play, he took his. Was I'm sure to, everybody has to adjust their game. Well, right, no, but I was this, this guy in particular was trying his hand at mixed martial arts post football. Nobody was going to sign him, and it was a cool story, and and I like seeing stuff like that. But I was thinking about the fact that, I mean, especially along the line of scrimmage, if you're an offensive and defensive lineman, you're literally learning hand to hand combat every day, right? I mean, that's that's what you're doing. You're Something like that. It, it's it's not the exact same thing, but like it's a form of hand to hand combat because. You know, you, you got to keep your hands inside. You know, as a defensive lineman, you're fighting off hands and trying to it, – it's it's a form of that. And so I was thinking about, you know, all that because it is – there's a lot of technique that goes into it. Like watching a wide receiver try to get off the line, right, and in press coverage or whatever and just, you know, fighting with the defensive back. It's uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that go into that technically that a lot of us don't appreciate as much as we probably could if we were not too busy drinking beers and yelling at the TV. <laughs> That's very true. It's, uh, it's, it's so much technique that goes into being the best of the best when it comes to players. Yeah. Because the best of the best are not only just great athletes, but they have great technique as well. That's the real separator is your craft, right? Every, you can have talent to get there, but what separates you to have longevity, to have like what they call a career, right. is going to be those parts of your well, game. Well, it it's like last week with the – well, was it two weeks ago now? With the, the Broncos, Kendall Hinton, when he had to start the, uh, with all four Broncos yeah, quarterbacks who were you know, basically – they were quarantined. And Kendall Hinton – NFL punished them, too. Well, yeah. and Well, they did. They <laughs> kind of did. And so the NFL – They deserved it, though. you got to be professionals. At that level, you got to be professionals constantly. Well, for sure. And so Kendall Hinton played – he was a Division One quarterback at Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't a bad one, um, but he was, you know, never really a pro prospect. And so he's on the Broncos practice squad as a wide receiver. Wasn't even thinking he was going to dress that week. And it's like, hey, you got to be a starting quarterback. Yeah. And this was a Division One guy, a guy who's on a roster, or has been at least – and he went one for nine for like 12 yards and was punished that afternoon. So that, again, underscores that for anybody at home who was a great 5A high school quarterback or, you know, a, a really good backup Division One quarterback, you know, that should be me. I rethink that. And I, I say that with all due respect, just appreciating fully, you know, what it takes and having seen it up close. It's, it's like fighters. And it's like, you know, when you go into a bar, like a BW3s of Buffalo Wild Wings on a Saturday night. And they're showing the UFC pay-per-view. And you got all these dudes with affliction t-shirts on and you know some of them do train, others just want to be badasses, you know, and and you they all feel like they're just the baddest dudes on earth when they walk out of there after the fight. But they don't you don't have an appreciation for what it means to fight someone who knows what they're doing and is really really good at it until most of the time it's too late and you've got yourself in a whole lot of trouble. And I say this as someone who and, – and shout out to my buddy Tim Mannon, Mannon Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in, uh, in Blacksburg, Virginia. He's a Gracie school. Um, I trained at his academy for about 18 months in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I want, to discla- I want this disclaimer to be out there. I am not good, okay? <laughs> but I learned a lot from them when I was there. Yeah. And he teaches this survive, defend, attack, you know, kind of progression of how to learn. And it's a, it's a great school. But I'm, you know, you, you can attest to this, and you've seen what I looked like 10 years ago. I'm 6'2". I was yeah, about 225 yeah. pounds. I lifted weights a lot. I was in great shape. I was a strong guy. I got humbled by a <laughs> bunch of dudes that were about 5'9", a buck 65, 5'10", a buck 80, you know, guys who c- couldn't bench press their own body weight. Right. But were so technically good. 
that, I mean, they'll tie you in knots, they'll spin you in circles, and black belts, they'll just toy with you. It's, it, you're just at the mercy of whatever they want to do, and that's where I, I go back to the NFL where it's like you don't have an appreciation really for how good these guys are <laughs> until you see some things like Kendall Hinton last weekend against the Broncos, and respect to that guy for doing it. Yeah, now, Kyle, to answer, I mean, to go on both of those, first of all, that's why I try not to mess with anybody when I'm out because you don't know anybody's history when you first walk up on them. And if it came down to push come to serve, which I don't fight, but if it, I think the fight should be stopped the moment somebody can throw a kick. I'm like, hold on, bro. I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep your feet on the ground, please. Yeah, whoa. If feet we're going to do this, feet must remain with on the full ground. flight attendant. Feet yeah. on the ground, please. I don't even think that's a thing with flight attendants. <laughs> no, I, I get it, man. It's but Yeah, that, to me, that's when it's like, whoa, bro. Like Roman, I watched a dude get stone cold knocked out one Saturday morning. That stuff, Kyle, I don't understand how people get in the ring. That's my opinion when it comes to that he took a size 13 heel right to the mouth yeah and, and ran right into it it was like an open mat session on a saturday morning and you know they rolled jujitsu for a couple hours and and then they would do some stand-up from like 12 to 1 yeah and i was there one saturday and you know just want to kind of dip my toe in the water and this guy walks in and he has no gear no nothing you know he's brand new but you know they're trying to be welcoming so they let him come in and he wants to spar so he jumps in and he looks. They let him spar. Yes, which was not a great decision. I think. <laughs> when, I don't know. I can't speak for them, but I think they regretted it. You know, but I don't think he never came back. He sounded like he regretted it. He did. You know, Thank but like you. they were just That's trying just... to be welcoming, and he looked like he knew what he was doing. But dude, he walked right into a roundhouse kick, and he got laid out, <laughs> and he hit the wall, and it was yeah. I mean, he was out for a minute. So like you get you watch a guy get knocked out, you have a full appreciation. Uh, oh. I used to work the door at, at a bar in Blacksburg. I've seen some guys get knocked out. Like, you, unless you've seen it, you don't have a full appreciation for like just how startling it can be sometimes. Man, when some cats have been slept, it has been a. a have you ever thought about fighting? Did no. You ever, like, did never. you ever think about boxing? No, never. Look never. at this jawline, bro. I got a small jawline. Dude, line. you got the neck the size of yeah, a good year yeah, tire, man. What you are you talking about? You don't punch in the neck. I know you that. You don't punch in the neck. I know that. You punch in the face. I understand my jawline. That. Dude, somebody's fist would break my whole face. No way. I never thought about it. I'm not a fighter, bro. Your neck looks like a Goodyear tire. I, I understand that, Kyle. I I'm envious of the, of, of the neck. I get it. I've heard this these neck comparisons for quite you've been, some time. You've been that neck machine a lot over the years. I, so I do not do neck exercises. That's the crazy thing. Everybody really? uh, thinks I do, but I do not. I think it was Tyson that I was listening to talk about doing neck exercises. Now, Tyson probably did. Do That's neck what it was. Exercise. It was it was the the, uh, the most recent Tyson Rogan conversation. They were talking about neck. Rogan said he had some you know crazy neck machine that uh, strengthens all the right muscles in the neck. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I I believe it. I mean, he looks like a walking you know. I, all tricep. you really need is uh, just some bands. You can just put some bands maybe i'll start that's what i'll do i'll add some neck exercises neck next exercise. two weeks okay. see if i get any improvement okay kyle think about this though what because we also you were also on um, something else i wanted to talk about when you went back to the uh what angle did you go back from i don't from know fighting to we've been to a lot of places so oh my far. gosh well I, I, do i need just like word association should i start shouting things out Yes. Okay. Uh, Let's play this game. White tail dip. Please sponsor us. No. Uh, we talked about cold weather football. Pros versus Joes. That's it. Pros versus Joes. What a great that, show, by the way. That was really good. Herschel Walker <laughs> How destroyed about that save, somebody. How about the save? That was great. But Pros versus Joes was a phenomenal television program. Yeah, but you're just not going to have enough. People and sleep on Pros versus Joes. I, I really love that show. Actually, I really appreciate it. I okay, I'm, it I'm, really I'm derailing your thought again. Yes, Sorry. but it's okay. It's okay. I was talking about the hint, and remember how I would have played quarterback. I just want to let everybody know again because I would have told them, to, hey, look, coach, if I'm hitting, bro, I'm not running your offense, okay? 
You gonna put me back here? <laughs> I'm not running your offense. These first two passes, bro, you gonna let me take the top off? You going full Willie Beeman, bro? I I gotta go deep. Like I gotta back these dudes up. No, we talked about that. That's what I'm saying. That that's what I would have had to tell coach. Coach, don't come over here. Have me thinking. Oh, let me read two to one. Right. That, that, none of that. I'm not hearing none of that. Like you're going right at Lattimore first snap. Co- Probably not Lattimore, okay, but I'm going okay, somewhere. Okay. Like away from Lattimore. Whoever pressed, that's where I'm going. Okay. I want to see press. So, so maybe Lattimore. So, yeah, maybe so. If Lattimore is pressed, I'm going with so him. He if has Jack, to get, if if Jack Rabbit is off, I'm a, I, I, mean, I ain't playing off. I don't want that. Okay. I'm, I want somebody pressed, and then I'm going to look off, and I'm going deep. Uh, that, I got to okay. back him up. So that's the point you wanted to make about that's that. That's it. That's it. No, I can appreciate that. We can go that. back to pro. I just want to make sure everybody knows that the hidden kid – was in such unfortunate situations, and that stinks. But it is some other ball being played right now because right now uh, Taysom Hill has really picked his game up. I thought he played really good this past weekend versus Atlanta. He just has to take care of the football, understand that uh, when you have the football, it's everybody in that building's hopes and dreams is on the line that goes with that football. So when you give it away, you give away everybody in that facility, including the – the the lunchroom people, the everybody. Because everybody, when you eat, when everybody wins, everybody wins. Everybody gets a ring. Yeah. Everybody. So, you got to understand how important that ball is, man. So, that's one thing I would say. And then from there, um, I, I like the Saints are playing amazing defense right now. So, they're going to be really tough to beat. But I don't care to really talk about the Saints. No, I as know. Much, I know. Just because See, but that's I've, what, already, I've already seen – I've already read this book. I'm ready to get to the end. I know, but see, that's what that you have like this tick with the Saints. We don't have to talk about the Saints. As a matter of fact, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer we didn't talk about the Saints yet because I want to go back to pros versus Joes. Good. Okay. We can. Can we? That just, was just the thing. I, I always go on these tangents with the Saints because I, I love my guys, man. Just uh. no, I get it. I get. Go it. ahead. Sorry. I, I, no, it's fine. It's fine. I just well, the, the pro. I, I are they on YouTube? I gotta. I want to pull this. This show is up. like a mint. It's like a. I, I, first of all, I tried this whitetail. I just tried it in uh, people. Your, your ADD is on fire right now, isn't it? It's okay. No, it's, I'm not ADD. I'm just I'm telling you yeah. that uh, I'm tasting the whitetail, and it's not bad. Not bad. You're digging not it. Not bad. I'm kind of digging it. See, there's another plug for whitetail right there. Yeah, See, yeah that's what I'm trying to do. We can be the ambassadors that help spread the good word about a product that will help men you know, knock a bad habit, man. Yeah, I we can hope do so. it. That, that can be another contribution of good that we make into the world. There it is. Why not, right? No doubt. Okay, so anyway, just to go seal ahead. up the point on the pros versus Joe's, I want to see if it's out there. I want to watch it again because there were some pretty epic episodes of that. <laughs> and and I, I, again, this is what took me back to it. Again, the, the sport that they didn't have in there. And I understand why because I can't imagine what the insurance would have cost. I the wish boxing. they could have put pro boxing. I wish they could have. <laughs> Did you see that one show that used to be on MTV the, that they used to beat up the bullies? Uh, no. Oh yeah, my. maybe. Dude, I, I, stopped. I didn't watch it. It was like a 15-year period. Sorry. Anyway, so I wish boxing would have. I understand why. You can't have people yeah, dying on the, on the show. And you yeah, I'm dude, sure the insurance was through the roof, man. I'm sure it was through the roof. So I just – there have been some really good boxers that have come out of Alabama. Matter of fact, not too far from where you grew up, I believe, if I'm correct about that. There have been some pretty good boxers to come out of your neck of the woods. Uh-huh. So that, that there was no boxing culture around you at all growing up? No, not okay. at all. Plus, my father didn't box, and I never was in a gym like that. So I think yeah. you have to be around it. You got to see it. You got to know somebody that's going to at least – you don't, I don't – as a young kid, you probably just don't always just walk into a gym. I, I didn't – I wasn't in there searching it. Okay. No, so, I was just curious about that. Because no, man, I never – Never did. It I, I didn't been. get into it when I was a kid, obviously. Um, but I just 
there's so many people out there that don't, that don't have the same appreciation for like the hand-to-hand combat sports like that that like men of previous generations did. You know what I mean? Yes. That and I only bring that up because I think about that sometimes. You know, because the the great boxers throughout the last half century were like they were huge idols. You know, like yes. larger than life personalities and it wasn't just Muhammad Ali. Well, I mean, any champ, Ray, any Mike great Tyson Evander. I mean, these were big big personalities. These were the LeBron Jameses of sports in a lot of ways. I think that still exists though, but here in America we like a heavyweight champion that's what america likes it's just what i don't know it's just america man they want bigger we and as great as we've had a uh smaller weight class champions it's just you know that's just the title the ultimate title that i think that everybody gets and pays money for it's just what i don't know and don't get me wrong there's some good personalities out there right now like from i know you're not from close to tuscaloosa but you know deontay wilder's from tuscaloosa alabama yes uh and then uh, i mean tyson fury is a phenomenal name you yes. know, and to be the Gypsy King, and other, he's he's a great personality. I'm not discounting these guys. It's just not seen by sports fans, and you know, people, people still. I mean, Mike Tyson. They just paid a lot of money to watch Mike Tyson I, and Roy Jones Jr. They fight. did, but like, I'd, I'd have to let's compare. And them. the uh, highlight. I mean, Snoop Dogg was awesome too, from what I heard. I didn't get to see it, but yeah. Well, you were on the road. Yes. But the, like again, the point here is just simply that there's not an appreciation of, of, for the sports the sp- for for I, boxing. I think it is an appreciation, though, Kyle. I think. I, at least somebody like me. Well, but I'm also a professional in another sport, so it's I, I come from from a different angle. But I, I just think a lot of people don't appreciate how great it is or how much it takes to become um, the best at what you do in any sport. Sometimes I think a lot of people do appreciate it, but those same people that maybe appreciate it in that lane maybe have been able to climb the ladder in their own job or wherever they're doing. And uh, kind of grow from there. Well, and this is this is what I was thinking too. I just looked at this, and I I just pulled this up. So apparently, I don't know if the exact numbers are in. They probably are at this point. But the Tyson uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight pulled between a million and a million and a half pay per view buys, right? So between a million and a million and a half. Uh, the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight, the second one, one point two million. So Tyson Jones did outdraw the the current you know two biggest heavyweight names and Anthony Joshua you know uh-huh. but the, the two current biggest heavyweight names they outdrew that fight so I don't know I mean what does that say I don't even so I I agree with you there's there's an appreciation I think that appreciation is largely shifted to like Mexico and Europe I know yeah. there I know there are American boxing fans uh, mm-hmm. but people you know like I don't think the American man likes appreciates or even has like a baseline like knowledge of boxing. And, and that, I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know that we need to be out promoting prize fi- fighting to everybody. I, I don't know where – I don't know. I'm just saying that I think it's out of the American consciousness for the most part. I agree. UFC's really caught on, um, especially now that it's attached to ESPN. It's, it's a little bit more out there. They're pubbing it. You're seeing it more. You see more UFC fights than you do boxing matches. So. You, know, you know what you should get into? We'll move on from this. You should – and I say like, you have four kids and a life. Um, you – Brazilian jiu-jitsu might suit you because you're obviously a great athlete, but you have the, like, the right – your demeanor is good for it because you have to be able to stay calm, control your breathing, and you know, that's one of the things that will wear you out first when you start doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu is people freak out. They flail. They extend. maybe this is something I need to get they into. They expend all their energy, right, but you have to learn how to flow. So, you, like we did, like, and I'm sure this is pretty standard across the country, five-minute rolling sessions, right? So mm-hmm. you roll for five minutes, and that's exhausting for someone, for someone who doesn't do it routinely or has never done it. Like that is – absolutely exhausting to do and you don't have an appreciation for that 
Like they, there are a lot of people they used to say that guys would tell them all the time, oh, I want to get in shape and then I'm going to start rolling with you. Or I'm going to come train with you. It's like you, you can't train for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the, running on the treadmill, lifting weights doesn't prepare you for that sort of thing. But you, no. have, you have the athleticism for it. You have the right demeanor for it. And the cool thing about it is, is that, you know, people, the guy, there were guys that, that we trained with in the 18 months that I was there that, uh, you know, they, they didn't get started until they were 43, 45 years old. Um, you know, so you're saying I got a chance, Kyle? Well, sure. You, like Herschel Walker started fighting not that long. I mean, he was, what, 50? I mean, yeah, well, that would be about the time I would be ready to. You should give that a shot. I think you'd enjoy that. I really do. Can we, can we do a non-swing? like I don't know if I'm ready to swing. I, I tell you what, if you want to go try out a class, I'll go with you. How about that? Because they, most classes, and there's, there's a couple of really good instructors around here. Really? Uh, guys who are really well, like established, well-known, like world champion instructors around here. All right, we'll so do I, it. I, I th- I, if you that want is to, a deal. So we're making a deal right now. It's a deal. Because I'll dust off the gear. I've got a bag with. Yeah, I don't have a bag or gear. Really? No, I got a bag, but I don't have gear. I mean, I got uh, like one or two geese that'll probably be too big for you. I got some rash guards, one or two you could probably. Buy, I don't know. It might be kind of stinky. I don't know. I have to see. We'll have to. Well, you can if you want to do this. If this is a real <laughs> pack that we're making, if you want to try out like a week of of sessions, I'll go with you. All right. Well, all right. Give me some time. I'm ready. Give you. Some, you know, you were the one that we just wanted to make the deal. I, I've said we're going to do it. Okay. All right. Maybe 2021, but we're going to do it. 2020. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. It is, it's the second week of December. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Well, anyway, so I have no idea how we got there. Um, but, no, it, it's just the, the – the, I don't know where fighting is now. There's, a, there's still a swath of the American sports fan. That it, whether I think the boxing MMA mix, is a, there's still some crossover there. I like both. I know a lot of people who do like both. I, but I know, I, a lot of, I know a lot of younger fans who – like the the like the UFC and have no interest in boxing, um, yeah. and I don't know how boxing's going to fix that. And I'm I don't know that maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. I, I appreciate the sport. Is it worth saving? Do you think I, it's worth saving? I I think better athletes are boxers, and I think uh, UFC you can be a really good wrestler, and sometimes you don't have to have the best feet and some other things, but you can win in more ways than boxing. I think boxing is more of an elite athlete sport. That's my honest opinion. Um, okay. Versus UFC, I think if you can wrestle, you can be a tough guy. Sometimes you, well, can, you can learn not as much because there's no more ballroom, uh, barroom fighters. Right, that's the anymore. thing. Though. That's xed out, but, but that's still what, though. But you can learn skills though. I hear like you. you can learn skills, and you don't have to be the best athlete. Well, for sure, and, and but I think that's where I think you and I have talked about this. It's the UFC went from like the Tank Abbots. We have to talk about this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, we went from like the Tank Abbots, and I don't know the. So many, like you said, yeah. barroom brawlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Gracies were fighting geese. It was just yeah, a yeah. big mishmash <laughs> yeah. of all sorts of stuff. But, like, as the UFC. You got some of the best highlights back then, Oh, though. for sure. It man. was, like, awesome. But then as it grew, you know, it was it was fewer of those. And even, like, the – I mean, Tito Ortiz was an elite Uh-oh. fighter. But, like, less – Soul just came back. Uh-oh. Fewer, like, you know, wrestling personalities in some senses. But, like, more of the – I mean, you're talking about former special forces, uh, you know, Marine Force Recon and, and Army – rangers and olympic gold medalists and you know former nfl players i mean you're talking about elite athletes from all walks of life that that really started to populate that sport and it it took years but it started to then like really filter up to the top to the point now where i mean if you get in the in the octagon in the ufc you are an elite world-class athlete at least you better be if you plan on winning a fight Oh, yeah. You're talking about the UFC. That's next level. That's like the highest of the highest. We got some smaller uh, fight cards you can get on. But if you're talking UFC, you are on the best. You're, you are the best. Absolutely. I, this is so soul, soul is back in the room. 
Soul is back. Wait, so we're 45 minutes in. Soul is back here. And I, I'm glad this Mom happened. had to go get London from basketball. My, my, my little girl is scheduled to arrive in uh, about uh, three months. And the stuff's starting to show up, Roman. I, the, stu- <laughs> the stuff is show- I walked in today. The stuff. The stuff. The, like, this the, is more than man stuff. The Soul stroller, the car this seat. This is more of it, Soul. Listen cri- up. The crib, the... Uh, Oh, what else is there? Um, I mean, just it's all coming in, Roman. It's all coming in. She's painting is the nursery. Is the crib in? She's nesting, Kyle. She, she's painting the nursery. Kyle, the stuff's coming in. Kyle, I, this, I know. Is, this term is called nesting. I know. But, dude, I've been banking sleep for the last, like, two months. I'm getting I'm getting my eight, eight and a half every night and sometimes, like, nine or ten on the weekends right now. I'm, like, I, I'm banking that up oh. for when February comes. You're because need it. I, I know. I, I, I know is that it, I, Where's the crib at? Is the crib in? Your room or the other room, or it's, it's in between us. It's in between the two bedrooms on the side of the house. And okay. So, no, it, it's it's coming, man. It's getting real. The stuff's showing up. So just know the baby's not gonna sleep in that crib for a while. I, I got I got digital Zoom classes for daddies this week. It's uh it's it's coming. It's starting, and it's really starting to feel like that uh, that boulder's rolling down the hill right now. That that's what it feels like. Yeah, man. That's a lot of first baby problems as yeah. well. You know, not problems, but no. But I just those I, are first baby things. I mean, it's excitement. It's also the unknown. Um, oh man. The, it's it's a lot of things that are going to be going on emotionally with your with your wife, and then also as a man, you're like, man, like, all right, I'm really doing this. This is really happening. Can I tell you something funny? And when you see the bump, the oh, bump is real. Oh, it's not the bump. It's 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 the belly. Now, yeah, like yeah, I, the- I've I've seen this little girl inside that belly at this point, just kind of jumping around, dancing around a few times. So I've seen it. So I get it. I'm sorry. I know we talk too much. So here, here's the thing, though, and I got to ask you if if you've done if you did this too. So as a soon to be dad, I find myself sometimes now when I'm out in public, which is not nearly as often as it used to be, when I'm out in public doing stuff. I will be like the other day I was at the, the dog park or I was at the grocery store and I'll see some dad like uh, with their, their kid who's like two, three, just walking, just talking. Right. And, and I'll watch them and I'm like, damn, I guess I need to start paying attention to this stuff, you know, or pick up on a couple of things here and there. And I'll catch myself just observing something. And then I'll realize real quick, oh, don't be a weirdo. Like that's because you don't want to be the weird guy in public staring and, and getting caught looking. And, you know, you just zoning out thinking about stuff so i but I've, I've been watching it and i'm like i gotta get ready to have these conversations i gotta get ready to let me tell you something i'm excited about and all right go I, ahead just having been an uncle of two little kids over the past five years i'm excited to have somebody to ride down the road with and just spout nonsense the whole way you know and, and just talk gibberish and just spout ideas and hear them babble back and know that it just it's there i, I want to just have somebody to ramble with driving down the road that sounds it's going like to fun. be honesty they're yeah. very honest at that age yeah and uh whether you like it or not they're going to talk and yeah. eventually it kind of all right dude hold on it uh it eventually it gets kind of crazy oh. all right we're back soul had to get a bottle and i i appreciate it i respect it and this is the best way to come back from this thanks man appreciate it apologize he's killing that. that bottle over there dude that's what he does that man. was a clutch dad move you didn't even <laughs> hesitate see i'm learning things right now <laughs> You said you're going to be you, picking up all these things. You didn't waver. You just said, no, nah, I got to get him a bottle. Hold the, on. And the, so you just booked it downstairs, got the bottle, came back. He's set. I mean, fingers crossed, knock on wood. The, he yeah. looks like he's chilling. He's good, man. Just got to kind of set him up. Uh, I could tell the wine. He was just like, yeah, all right, let me just go ahead. And you. he's fine. And I, I respect good. it. I Let's really keep do. it moving. All right. So get, I, wa- I do want to get back to the football because you pointed at like three things you wanted to talk about. Um, what, if, it, if you don't know what the last thing was, I got something. And what I wanted to ask you about was. 
how funny was it? Today I was live on the air, and the whole like first three hours of the show, I'd been saying, hey, uh, Ohio State's not playing Michigan. Uh, they're not getting to six games. The requirement to play in the Big Ten championship game. ADs are meeting. Uh, rankings came out last night. And by the way, Reese Davis is going to join me tomorrow morning on the show to talk about this. So I'm looking nice. forward to it. And uh, we're going to talk about the fact that, you know, Ohio State still ranked fourth last night doesn't have that sixth game until today. And the first three hours, I'm saying, but we all know how this is going to end. You know, they're, they're going to amend the rules that they made up before the start of the season. So that and the fact that they beat Indiana already makes this really easy. So, of course, they're going to bend the rules because if they don't, they're going to miss, six, they're going to miss out on $6 million for not having a team in the college football playoff. This is a very, very easy decision to make and an easy one to see coming, and that's exactly what they're doing. Completely. Uh, and my only thing is, you know, I'm going to have to – and I'm going to have to talk to my people, and it's just – I'm like, look, if you guys don't want me to be honest, then don't put the camera in front of me. But it's all about the money. And of course And that's is. all it is. And as long, we just don't – don't sit up here and sugarcoat anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to sit up here and say that Eric Gilbert is opting out. No, he kind of quit. I don't know. He's probably transferring. Maybe. That, that's what it looks like to oh, me. Oh, that transfer portal's going to be fun. Anyway, that's what I'm ahead. saying. Like, just say you're entering the transfer portal. I don't care. Like, it's 2020. Just be honest. And just call it what it is. But the thing is, this is, and I know I. I in Ohio State, it's all about the money. Ohio State's going to sell more T-shirts. They're going to be a bigger draw. It's going to bring another part of the, the, the country in, into the playoffs. Not two teams from the SEC. It just, it is what it, and Ohio State's a good team. They're talented. I just want them to beat better teams. And it, no matter who they play in the Big Ten, it's not going to be a better team. So if it was a perfect world. We would have Ohio State and Texas A&M play against each other. Yeah, but it's not. But a perfect, it's but not a perfect world, yeah, and yeah. and they 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 pick and choose when they want to amend the rules. Well, here's the thing: because as, as we're as we're recording this podcast, as far as I know, Ohio State's still looking for somebody else to play this weekend. They're already, according to what's breaking, they're going to play next weekend in the Big Ten title game against Northwestern. But they're still apparently looking for a game on Saturday. I think ideally, and I don't know who the exact candidates are in front of them. No, yeah, but the Big Ten is smart. They want to get their best product out there in front of everybody as well. well of course. Because they want the best showing. Ohio State's by far the best team in the Big Ten. There's no doubt about it. And Northwestern, for as great as the season they've had, let's be honest, the best thing about Northwestern that I love the most about the people that I know that are from Northwestern and some friends that I've made over the years is that they know who they are. They don't want to go to the playoffs and get embarrassed because they're not on that level. So do they want to go – a great season for them is going 9 or 10 and 1 or whatever their record is going to be, go to these New Year's Six games, all right, Rose Bowl, whatever it may be, I don't know. And that's a great year for them. Maybe have a chance to win that game. Going to the playoffs, playing against Alabama, is not going to be a great way to end Northwestern season. Well, no. But, the, but so Ohio State – that could be a great game. So we agree. They're making a business decision. We know that. And, yes. and so I'm looking at it. And, again, if they play the game this weekend, the, the, what I was getting to there was, to your point, they've already broken one rule. They told Nebraska they couldn't play Chattanooga earlier this season when they tried to schedule out a conference. That's what I'm saying. So you're going to have to break another you know, temporary rule here to do this, but you've already broken the one, and everybody knows what this is at this point. <laughs> it's a screwed-up season that we're all going to remember for how screwed up it was. And so one more tiny little screw-up that's not going to be the headline, it's going to be a footnote in the history of all this, just let Ohio State and Texas A&M play. We're, people are going to watch it. It'll draw it ratings. It will be the biggest game of the year. And, just let it play. And that's what the, I'm saying. And if Nebraska's mad about it, they're just going to have to be mad. And I don't – I mean, I, I think they'll probably get it. So just play the game. 
I, people will watch it. If you can safely play the game, play the game. Okay, yeah. don't 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 take any unnecessary risk. But if you can safely play the game and play it next it. weekend, play it next weekend. Yeah, do that too. Do play that it too. next weekend. I don't mean, try and like play it next weekend. I, I think that would be the best thing out there. And also, I feel bad for a team like Cincinnati who moved back in the rankings. Iowa State moved up two spots because yeah, they beat I mean, West Virginia. On, and since they're pretty much telling Cincinnati you have no chance. And in, I'm somebody so. who loves Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell's a great football coach. I, 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 he's either going to be the next head coach at Texas, at Michigan, or in the NFL. Well, that I think. was another thing that I, I feel that the committee picks and chooses when they want to punish a team for not playing versus when they do. I don't even I don't think, think it's Ohio, about that. I, and is, maybe I got an SEC bias, but I think Georgia's still a really good football team. They are. And now with JT Daniels, they're even better. They haven't lost any players. Their players are still all in. Um, and I think that's a too little too late thing, though, isn't it? I mean, JT It Dan is, but I'm just saying they moved them back and moved Iowa State. I'm just saying. No, but the, I agree with you on When the committee picks and chooses when they move teams up, what was an impressive win, what was not. Um, and, I mean, they beat West Virginia pretty good, but I don't think West Virginia is a good football team. So, it, I don't know. It's just a whole bunch of questions. That hopefully, all these things have worked out. And, Kyle, the dream situation is just a dream because it's I, not I, happening. I understand if I – and I, I'd love to see the numbers on this. I understand if Iowa State – was, you know, if you told me Iowa State was a eight-and-a-half-point favorite over Coastal, you know, in a potential game. All I'm saying is, if, if you at least want to keep be? up the facade, I don't know, I'm saying if you want to keep up the facade of people having actual access to this football playoff and not this name-brand invitational, which is what it is, uh, then maybe like a two-loss Iowa State team ranked ahead of unbeaten Cincinnati, who has dominated damn near everybody they've played this year, uh, and then, you know, 10-0 and Coastal Carolina, who... I, none of us are going to confuse Coastal Carolina with Clemson yep. uh, or, or even Florida, but like Coastal did take that game against BYU on short notice, and they won the game. Yes, so they did. I, I'm not. I don't know what you do with that, but the fact that you got two unbeaten teams like that, and and Coastal and Iowa State have a common opponent. So Kyle, Iowa State lost to Louisiana out of the Sun Belt, and Coastal beat Louisiana out of the Sun Belt. So they have a common opponent too. Kyle. I might be having an epiphany right here on this podcast with you. What, what is it? What is it? I might, I might think we need a 18 playoffs. You think? Yeah, you think? Just this year, it might be. I mean, it's this too is late for that, Roman. I know. I'm just saying, Kyle. I, I mean, it would make so much sense. And I know the committee can't say that, but man, I just wish it could happen because this has been such a crazy year. And also, it's just weird though because you don't want to punish the kids either that are on the good teams that could have an actual chance to actually win a, a national championship because they didn't get enough games in because of COVID, either on their side or the other. Um, I just wish, you know, the Pac-12, they started too late. They don't, I don't even think they have a chance. So, well, no, so they're crazy. Well, th no, I think the – And, but the Coastal Carolinas, I want to see them play somebody. They could beat some of these teams. Something weird could happen. Like, if, if Florida were to beat Alabama in the SEC title game, that's bad news for, for Ohio State, right? If, yes. If, if uh, Notre Dame – or if Clemson beats Notre Dame, not great for Ohio State. Right, because both Clemson and Notre Dame are getting in. So in those scenarios, I think Kirk Herbstreet said it last night, Ohio State's watching Charlotte and they're watching Atlanta. They're watching the ACC and SEC title games to see what happens. Because, I mean, there are some scenarios where that still goes wrong for them. But I, I just think we're, we're seeing it come together the way that we all kind of knew it was going to come together. Because the College Football Playoff Selection Committee, let's so, be honest about this, right now they want Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. That's the dream for those are the biggest fan bases, the most prestige, the most talent that will draw the most eyes. They want Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. That's what they want. Very true, Kyle. And I would 
So if Clemson wins, Notre Dame is out, or Notre Dame still gets in? No, Notre Dame still gets in. They they own a win over Clemson. I don't get. But it, it was at home. I, I know it was at home. No Trevor Lawrence. No Skalski. No Jones. No Davis. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> They, they, but you know, Clemson played with a backup quarterback, and uh, Notre Dame had a couple of guys out. I think two offensive linemen maybe were out in that game. Maybe a couple. They had more. a couple injuries, so they they had some guys out too. No, Cle- unless Clemson would have to obliterate them by you know sixty, I think, for Notre Dame to still not make the play. I think anyway, I can't see it happening. So no, I I don't think that's that's going to even that probably wouldn't do it. Alabama, I, I saw a stat that said Alabama's like ninety eight percent chance to get in. I don't think I've ever seen a number that high. Yeah, yeah. You probably saw it from the 2017 Alabama team. I don't know. I mean, Man, it, uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you probably, we probably did. I, I guess so. But, no, it, it's a – they they if Florida wins, Florida controls their own destiny. Alabama controls their own destiny, of course. Um, and Clemson and Nord- – I, I don't know, man. So, if, But if Clemson loses, they're out. And then Ohio State's automatically in, I assume. I don't know. They got to beat Northwestern, which I assume – I predict they will you do you predict they will yes okay all right so oh the nfl story i wanted to at least get to how about the, uh, des, yeah. the des bryant deal last night how, so, how crazy so was that, that stinks and the fact that he was like man i'm over this i'm done i'm going home he, that was the i i appreciate I him feel so bad, much man i that was very raw emotions too he was I just mean, tweeting he, his thoughts last night he was that was very raw emotion yeah, it was, was. Just spilling his mind and he's an emotional club. guy we know that and for him to get it all under control and be be able to come back and bounce back even after the injury because the saints brought him in he tore his Achilles before he even got to play. Yep. And coming back from that, it's been a long road for this dude. And to actually get to play against the Cowboys yep. and go back, uh, go, not even going back, but just against your former team. And then right before you're going about to play, they tell you, hey, you got to come on. You can't play. You got COVID. Yeah. You tested positive. And you're just like, you got to be kidding I, I me. I love his tweet, by the way. I, I don't have it in front of me. But, you know, is it, so does the, they still play the game? <laughs> so I can't play, but are they they're still going to play the game? Man. And then, which was the question of the night. And then he quits football in the next tweet, I think. Yeah. Then somebody calls him out. He's like, no, 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 I'll come back in 2021. I'm just not doing this the rest of the year. And then he's talking about cracking open a bottle of wine. I just, Des Bryant was very entertaining last night. It's, it's, I read an article this morning on Yahoo. I'll try to pull it up. Henry Bushnell wrote it uh, where he basically laid out the NFL's case for, uh, why they were justified in continuing to play the game because they were basically writing that the incubation period is such and you know they had deemed that anybody there that was already at risk was at risk and that they couldn't have made the situation worse and I I guess I get it because all this is kind of you know malleable flexible a little bit but at the same time the Ravens digital media guy posted a photo of Dez before the game uh, hugging and dapping up people from the Cowboys coaching staff, I guess former teammates. He was, and then he had to delete it. You know, not as soon as he got the news. So that didn't look good. It just, I mean, how do you go from like they, they made the Broncos play and they played that game last night, but they fined the Saints a half million dollars and docked them a draft pick because of improper mask wearage. I mean, it's, it's Kyle. I, Kyle. It's, it's the NFL. Everybody. I know. I know. It's it's the NFL. It's I get it. It's the NFL, it. bro. It's what it is, man. I, I sorry, it. he wants I really to do. I get it. So, yeah, I, I just don't know what the NFL's doing half the time. I don't think they do either. I really – I mean, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful with that. I just don't think anybody has nearly as good a grasp on what they're doing day-to-day as they'd like you to believe. <laughs> a lot of people try to exude confidence. We're all and I, flying by the seat I appreciate pants, that. A lot of people try to project confidence, but, uh, yeah, they're not great at it sometimes. But that Des Bryant stuff's wild. And I, it's, it's going to keep happening. It's going to keep happening the rest of the way. Well, I hope not, but, yes – 
uh, all signs point to yes. At this point, we know it is. Oh, I know what you pointed at earlier on the TV that you wanted to, to get into before we, we dropped yeah. this thing. I, I, it you just were, came up again. It did? The Carson yeah. Wentz thing? Yes. That's Carson what you wanted Wentz, to talk about? Yeah. Wentz to the bench. What's the, what's the extension? Was it $109 million? Is that what it was? I, man, I just know it was a lot of money. It's like 50-something. It was a lot of money. It was like still on the. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I was I was them. off. 128 million dollar four year extension last year. Okay. Yeah. So. Last year. So you can. And, and now they're reportedly open to trading him. I mean, you can't. You can't. Who's, I mean, who's dealing for him? Uh, exactly. I'm not saying like, nobody not get, will, nobody. but why? You could just draft a guy. Yeah. If you need to, just draft a guy. Yes. Nobody. 120. No. So, I don't think. First of all, I don't think Jalen Hurts is a starter forever. I think you're just trying to do something to spark your team because your Eagles are struggling big time right now. And they like to win. So I think they just need to get some kind of spark. I, I think this is kind of unfair. I'm not going to judge Jalen Hurts on what he does against the Saints, who's playing really good defense right now. Um, I don't know what Philly's going to do differently offensively. Philly's not a great team. So, um, but Carson Wentz has not played well either. And he – a lot of people have made – I don't know, man. He's not played well. And I, some I, excuse has been made for how he's played. But he just hadn't played well this year. It's what it is. You're playing bad this year. Eat some crow a little bit. Humble. Be humble about it. It's okay. Well, I, I, th I still think he's a starter going forward, especially next year. They, they have time. They, they, yeah. They do, they, I, they've got I, I some think time. he's a starter going well, forward next they year. They definitely got time because they locked him up to four years, $128 million. But they have some time because nobody – I think this is more about trying to get a spark. No offense. one can be traded in the NFL until uh, March. And – so they got some time here. They can play Jalen Hurts next couple of games and, and see if they if he shows them something that he likes. Yeah. You know, and if he does, they got a good problem on their hands. You know, you got two Very guys. Very true. Um, if he doesn't, then you go back to Wentz and you try to get everybody healthy for next year yep. and, you know, you hope that it goes better. Because yeah. he's, they, he's still – You got to get some draft picks. He's still really talented. And yeah. I, I hate to see – I mean, look, he got his payday. But I hate to see guys thrown away because you can – we've seen guys resurrect careers. We've seen guys go other places and get right. So – he could very well do that. I just – obviously, his options – if they want to move him – I know the, the thing I saw earlier was that there was one source that told CBS that it's more likely than not that the Eagles try to trade Carson Wentz. That's a lot of qualifiers. Uh, mm -hmm. The bottom line is they owe him a lot of money. And there no are very question. few people – very few teams in that league that would be seriously interested in trading for a guy who's, you know, locked in. Now, yeah. you know, I guess if you really had your belief in him, you could look at it as possibly a, a good deal because he'll be a, a steal a couple of years from now if he's ever good again. But – Man, I don't know. Kyle, my only, my only opinion on the whole thing is that NFL is a tough business, and Derrick Henry is a beast. You, I know they didn't win this past year. I know, weekend. I know. you got to get your Derrick Henry stuff in. I, all but time. i got to show Derrick Henry some love. I know you do. I know you just, do. just because, like, the dude's a boy. He's, not, he's not a one-hit wonder. That's all I want people to understand. Because uh, Julian Council hated on him for so long, I couldn't believe it was actually people out there that existed that had that opinion about uh, King Henry. King Henry. All right, let's do this. This has been good catching up. Always, and man. You, you, I appreciate it. There's that. a young Continue man right the there that would like problem. to – well, we will. And we, th There's a young man right there that I think would like to uh, do some exploring and, and go do some other things. So I'm going to respect his time too. Thanks, this, man. Appreciate it, man. This I got a bottle in his mouth. Too. All right, we'll do it again soon. Good. We'll do it again soon. We'll talk to you next time. For Roman Harper, I'm Kyle Bailey. Be good, stay safe, work hard, be nice to each other.